live in a world that struggles with feeling busy and overwhelmed. At the same time, us mamas want to feel we're living intentionally and with purpose. At the end of the day, you won't have to sit worn out on the couch feeling like it all just wasn't enough. Here, you'll find the tools to slow it down, nurture your own goals, and live restored. Each week, we have real-life conversations about motherhood, work, relationships, and all the things in between. I'm your host, Jen Brazil. Welcome to the Unhurried Life Podcast. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Unhurried Life Podcast. I am your host, Jen Brazil, and you're listening to episode number 36. Today, I am getting intimate and I'm getting specific. I'm giving you my three tiny tweaks that can make a huge difference in your life. Now, first, I need to disclaim. I read the book Atomic Habits, and it changed how I think about my daily life. Might sound dramatic, but it really did. It is that great of a book and the very first tweak I am sharing I adopted straight from the book so you won't be sorry that you read it grab it on audible or order it online however is the best way that you read books these days now also second disclaimer I need to talk about grace for a second I am like you I have a family I have a husband that works long hours and I do a lot of life solo which is why I started the unhurried life in the first place was because I figured that I had every tendency as a seven on the Enneagram to get wrapped up and to get quick and fast and rushed. And to be completely honest, I was, I was living that life. But as I started to make small changes and tweaks in my life to live more towards a goal of unrushed and unhurried, I saw huge changes in my life. So if I can find the discipline and courage to make these tiny tweaks, so can you, sweet friend. And guess what? They are tiny. So it is way easier to make small, minor changes than to make huge flip-flops. I did not wake up one day and say, from now on, I'm living unhurried and unrushed and with intention. No, it took a few days. It took a little bit here, a little bit there. Just like nobody ever woke up one day and said, today I'm losing 30 pounds. Nope. Sorry, doesn't work like that, although I wish it did. But they take minor shifts and changes and it gets them to where they're going to be months later. Months, months later, they can look back and see the progress. Same concept here. We are making small changes so that in the future, we can look back and say, look at where I've come. Now, even though you make tiny shifts, they have large outcomes. In the book, Atomic Habits, he gives the analogy of an airplane taking off in LA headed for New York City. Now, if the pilot makes just a few degrees off on his calculations, he could wind up landing in DC, a totally different city. So remember, little changes can result in a new destination. With that said, let's look at the first tweak. Number one, habit stacking. The best analogy I can come up with for you with this is a little bit silly, but good. The last couple of weeks during COVID, when all the gyms closed, I had a goal of losing weight and getting healthier and in shape, but the gyms were closed and I had all my kids at home, all three of them. And so I had to find something to do every day that got my heart rate up, that got me exercising. So it became a morning jog. As I started to jog, I realized that my ankles are really hurting. And I was like, I guess I have weak ankles now. I used to be a dancer. Growing up, I danced ballet, tap and jazz, primarily ballet for a long, long, long time. And I remember testing to get my point shoes and we had to be able to do 16 releves. So on one foot, we had to be able to lift up to the highest point 16 times on each 
foot or maybe it was 32. I don't remember a lot of times and be able to get all the way up on our own. And I could do it. And I danced on point for years. And now I'm like, I can't even stand on my tiptoes for more than like two seconds. And my ankles are hurting as I'm jogging. And this is kind of all I got is to do jogs with my kids. So I had to do something. So I decided I need to do more calf raises. I need to do ankle exercises, things to kind of get my body in better shape, but I could not get myself to remember to do it. So I decided to habit stack every morning as I brushed my teeth. I just did simple. I got in first position, which is just putting my heels together, my toes out and just lift it up, just up on my toes. I did about 20 every day and then I did 30 and then I did 40 and slowly but surely as I started to run, my ankles weren't hurting as much. So that is an example, which I can understand sounds kind of silly and you probably have a lot more better examples that you could think of for habit stacking, but I already had the habit of brushing my teeth. So I just added another habit on top of that that really helped. So do you see how making a small addition to something you've already been in the habit of doing can actually tweak your life and make it just a little bit better? And it wound up making a huge difference because it allowed me to comfortably run with my kids, pushing a double bob through the Texas humidity. And let's just face it, all the cards were stacked against me to keep this habit up of making a daily jog. And so if I could take away weak ankles, then I was so happy to do it. I'm sure you can think of a lot of great ways to habit stack. Now, I have a few more examples of this specific type of tweak that I will share with you at the end of this episode. So make sure you keep listening for a couple other really specific habit stacking examples. Now, my second tweak is 10 minutes a day of positive reinforcement to do something I need to do, but don't really love doing. Think about it in this way. Back in the beginning of June, I talked about getting your photos organized and I heard from a lot of you one big concern. You are a busy mama and there are so many things that you need to be doing right now in your life. Yes, getting your pictures and your memories organized so you can leave a legacy for your children is something you would love to do, but you're just not sure where you would find the time to implement this new thing. Now, remember what we just covered, habit stacking and just 10 minutes a day added on to a new habit stack. So let me explain using photo organization as my example. You can do this and the results will be unlike anything you've ever felt before because what you're going to do is you're going to give yourself positive reinforcement for a new habit that you are stacking. When I would brush my teeth at night, interesting how everything's going around brushing my teeth. I guess that's the most easy thing that I am doing all the time that's a habit. So I'd brush my teeth at night and after I brush my teeth at night, I would put on one of my most favorite songs ever and I would spend that time going through the pictures from the day or the day before and going through my process of organizing my pictures. So I gave myself positive reinforcement, which was listening to my all-time favorite song. I stacked it on top of a habit that I was already doing. So it was kind of like a trigger when I brushed my teeth at the end of the day. Then I listened to my totally favorite song and I get something accomplished. So I had positive reinforcement to do something that I needed to do, but I didn't really love doing. And this was how I caught myself up and got all of my pictures, all of my 57,463 photos on my phone organized in just a couple of weeks. And it probably didn't even take 10 minutes a day because my favorite song, I think is only like four and a half minutes. So really it was less than 10 minutes a day. So tweak number one, habit stacking. Tweak number two is finding a positive reinforcement for doing something that I needed to do, but really did not love doing. And there are so many other examples as moms you could think about doing. I mean, just think about laundry, dishes, think about chores that you're doing daily, ways 
ways that you can add positive reinforcement to get them done in a sense and in a matter that is more time appropriate. The third thing I have for you is a tiny tweak, but also one of the most true and genuine ones I could think. Not that long ago, I made a decision that I needed to start sharing with you more on my true life. I needed to start sharing with you the things that I was doing well in my life so that I could help get you to a place of doing things well or better in your life. So this is not really unique to me and my gifts that I have because you have gifts too and you need to be sharing them because I've found that when you find the right thing to pour out, it actually fills you up. Let me say that again. When you find the right thing to pour out into others, it's actually going to fill you up. So if you're posting on your Instagram stories, just your favorite recipes or how you're doing a specific workout or the craft that you did with your kids that morning, if you're sharing with others and you're pouring out into them something that you enjoy, something that you love, sharing your unique gifts, it's actually going to fill you back up. And that is something that I was not really expecting. I honestly just knew that as a business entrepreneur, I needed to be sharing more on stories on Instagram about things that I could teach others to help them. And as I started doing that, as I started posting more stories to help share on healthy living and photo organization and simplification, I started to realize that, hey, this is actually starting to fill me up. And this was just a tiny tweak. I mean, an Instagram story or an Instagram post or a text to a friend with ideas or a text to a text group or sending a Voxer or something like that really only takes a couple of minutes a day. But that small tweak was filling me up just by giving me a sense of purpose and reminding me that my world and my abilities can reach beyond my four walls. And let's face it, during this time in our country, during this time in quarantine, with all that's going on in the world, being able to reach outside of your four walls is incredibly important. One of the things that I have been most passionate about sharing has been organizing your photos because these are your family's memories. So think about today, right now, your kids have digital memories only, right? Gone are the days that y'all would go on a family vacay when you were like 12 and your mom would take a roll of 24 pictures, develop them at Walgreens when she got back, and that was what you had to show for your total family vacation. Now we come back from a vacay and we seriously probably have 2,400 images, right? Now I realized this, I did this, this was a very common thing, but what I realized is that not a lot of people know exactly what to do or have a plan for getting those photos organized and getting them printed so that in years from now, your kids have something to look back on. So this was something that I was loving sharing and I got to teach this and I'm actually getting to teach this again. So starting today, I'm doing this ultimate share based off of this tiny tweak of sharing over the last few months, things that I've been passionate about. I'm going deeper, going slightly out of my comfort zone and I'm doing a free live one hour workshop specifically on organizing your photos. So this workshop will be perfect for you if you are excited about learning where and how to even start this photo organization project. If you're ready to leave behind anxious feelings of, but what if 
something happened to my phone because I'm literally raising my hand right now. Just a couple of weeks ago, hot Texas summer, I was filling up kiddie pools for my kids in the backyard. I was being such a loving mom and I ran inside to get popsicles, popsicles for my children. And my two-year-old grabbed my phone. I had no idea why. Grabbed my phone, took it, ran into the yard, chunked it into the kiddie pool I just filled up. I hear my five-year-old yelling, no, not the water. And I look out in time to see this happen. And yes, I was extremely frustrated, but I had no worry because all of my photos are systematized, backed up, and completely organized. So besides the fact about new phone, I had nothing to worry about with my pictures. This is also a perfect workshop for you if you are intrigued to find out what the simple, clear-cut system is to keep your photos organized using some techniques that I just taught you about habits and so much more. Now, can you imagine the feeling of accomplishment at knowing that your memories are safely preserved not to mention the fun at being able to look back in these awesome albums that you have sitting on your counter, sitting on your coffee table, one day not too far off in your future. That is going to be possible if you join me on this live workshop. And like I said, you want to join live because I have some really fun things that I am giving you completely free that you can get just by joining me live. So to do that, all you have to do is go to jbrazil.com workshop or where you're listening to this podcast. If you scroll up into the notes, there should be links to it. Check it out on my website. It's going to be all over because I am super pumped about this ability to be able to share with you and to help you get the three simple step system to sorting and maintaining your memories so that you can create a legacy of photos for your kids. And this goes beyond just digital organization. This is going to go into the systems to get your photos printed and in hard copies so that your kids can have these to look back on. Because I know one day we're going to be like, hey, yeah, quarantine happened. It was like terrible. We were all stuck at home. Let's be honest, there's been some fun things that have happened during this time. I mean, our five-year-old learned how to ride a bike without training wheels. We had so many other things. My daughter, who was literally eight weeks when all this started, has had so many firsts during this time. And these are moments that I want to be able to show them. I'm going to be honest, in 10, 15 years from now, all of my digital photos are going to be slightly obsolete because I'm not going to sit down and be like, hey guys, let's walk through memory lane on Amazon photos. No, I'm going to pull out my albums and I'm going to pull out their box of photos and we're going to go through them that way. And when they get married one day, which is going to make me cry to even think about, I want to be able to hand them this box of their memories like my mom did for me. She handed me an envelope full of incredibly embarrassing memories. And this is all going to be made possible by what you do in this workshop that I have for you. So start tweaking your life by going to jbrazil.com workshop and do what you know needs to be done. Well, there you have it. Three of my super simple tweaks that have helped me make a big difference in my life. I cannot wait to see you at my workshop, jbrazil.com slash workshop. It's going to be so much fun. We're going to be live, which means tons of Q&A, tons of chit chat, lots of teaching, lots of learning, the exact three-step system to sorting and maintaining your memories. Head on over jbrazil.com slash workshop. I will see you there.